Congratulations on a great NFL season with the uh, Denver Broncos. Thank you. Uh, it was awesome. You know, I'm loving Denver. It's pretty much just Southern Calgary. So uh, it's been great. But, uh, yeah. No, exactly right. And, uh, you know, the, the Broncos did sign you to a, to a one-year contract. So you're, you're technically a free agent, which is, which is mind-boggling. But I guess, hey, after 163 tackles, it's a, it's, it's a good time to be a, to be a free agent. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a good time. Um, I'm excited about it to see what the future holds. Um, and, yeah, we'll see. You know, I've done my part, and, you know, so now it's my agent's turn and uh, Denver's turn, you know, to kind of get things rolling. I, I'm curious because I, I, I get this question all the time from, from Stampeder fans. And, you know, you, you had you had great seasons here in Calgary. You were the most outstanding defensive player. You had 123 tackles in your best season in Calgary. 163. Uh, you know, c- can you equate the two? Because everybody always wants to compare the Canadian game to the American game. Well, uh, you know, it's different. Uh, in the CFL, they only count solo tackles. And so I only had 100 solos technically this year. So I would still say, you know, my numbers in Calgary were, were better. We did play one more game, though. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, it's different. But um I mean, they're both they're both tough. I think now I'm somewhere somewhere in the ballpark of 650 uh, with both leagues combined. So I count them both together. So you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with uh, the total combined. Is there is that you know? Hey, I I get the real differences and stuff, but you know, from a player perspective, you've played now at the highest level in Canada, the highest level in the in the NFL. Uh, compare the two games for me, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, I would say the biggest. Uh, you know, obviously is the 1% guys. And those 1% guys are your Tom Brady's. Um, you know, the guys like that, the guys at the NFL, obviously, you know, puts on that higher pedestal. That's the 1%. And that's the difference, in my opinion. The other 99% are guys that bounce back and forth between both leagues. Um, guys like myself who can perform very well in both leagues as long as they get the right opportunity. And I think we see that a lot. But the guys and everyone who compares the CFL to the NFL, it's those guys that nobody – you know, that the NFL, you know, puts on these uh, higher pedestals, which they should because those guys, they are special. And so, um, and that, that to me is the biggest difference. Besides that, it's, you know, guys who come in week in and week out and, you know, have to grind to keep their spots. And uh, even if they're drafted high, it becomes, uh, you know, just uh, how hard you work to stay in that league. And, you know, you have seen guys that, you know, go back and forth. And it's, it's kind of been that way, you know, my whole career. It's interesting you mentioned the the opportunity, and 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 you hear that often, you know, from so many players. You know, players that aren't drafted, they don't get the opportunity because they're not somebody's guy. They they weren't they they weren't brought in by an organization, and and getting that opportunity when you're when you're not drafted and you're not somebody's guy, that's the biggest challenge, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's a hundred percent the biggest challenge. You know, I've been a lot of places, uh, seen a lot, and yeah, a lot of it is. Um, is that opportunity. You know, if a coach, if a coach doesn't like you, you're not even going to get a chance to practice. And so, you know, it starts from there and it, it, it can be a long road for some guys, some guys who I know that can play and some, you know, and it happens in the CFL as much as the NFL, the guys, if you're an American, you know, 50% of the spots that you could get in the CFL are gone. So it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And so it's tough. It's hard for everybody. And yeah, you know, I still, to this day, know. You know, the reason I got so many opportunities in the CFL, it was because I had a Canadian passport. If I didn't have that, you know, who knows where I'd be if I were, if I would still be playing football. 
You know, the, the big story in Canada that this week has been Nathan Rourke. And, and Nathan Rourke, you know, had oh, yeah. a great, great you know, season with the BC Lions. You know, you still follow the yep. the league. And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, he gets worked out by 12 different teams, you know, signs with, with Jacksonville. And, and I, I personally think it's a great opportunity for him. Yes, he's behind a franchise quarterback in, in, in Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, he, he's obviously with a QB-friendly guy in, in Doug Peterson. You know, you've got Henry Burris, who certainly knows the league and knows the player. You got Mike McCoy there as well, with a little bit of a CFL connection. Uh, did, did did you follow the Nathan Rourke story at all? Uh, yeah, you know, I obviously I couldn't believe one that he played in the playoffs. I thought that was crazy. The guy's, <laughs> you know, obviously a freak uh, to say that. But I actually saw him when he worked out here in Denver and caught up with him a little bit. And so, yeah, I, you know, I'm super happy for him. You know, I think everyone's going to say that. You know, unless you know, let's say he signed with I don't know who doesn't have a quarterback right now. Let's say the. Um, Let's say the Colts, if Matt Ryan doesn't stick around next year, maybe mm-hmm. someone goes, oh, he's going to be a guaranteed starter. Well, that's also not going to be true anyways. The NFL is, like I said, it's a it's a league of – they franchise the 1% guys. And if you don't have that guy at quarterback, they're going to go get him. And, you know, no no knocking Nathan, I, you know, they're not going to sign you to be that guy because someone higher up in the building is going to have to draft that guy. Mm-hmm. And so no matter where he chose to go, it was going to be a battle. And I think – there is a difference between battling for that first place spot and battling for that second and third. And I think he's going to be in the best opportunity for him. And that's what, you know, that's what he's got an agent for. That's what, you know, he's the one traveling around to all these places, meeting all these people. And so I'm going to bet for everybody that's listening that he did not make the worst decision for himself. <laughs> no, most people won't do that. And so I'm, you know, I'm going to assume, you know, whether you know, whatever the decision was, it was the best thing for him, for his career. And, just talking to him, I bet it wasn't even the best money he got. You know, right. I would I would assume it's the best football opportunity for him. And, you know, hats off to him. And I uh, can't wait to see what his career does. So what advice would you have for, for somebody like that? Or, or even somebody that, uh, you know, that is looking to follow in, in Alex Singleton's footsteps? You know, you're, you, you, you went to Philadelphia, obviously, uh, but you had, to, you had to make your mark. So would you give, you know, anybody advice for, from your own personal experience? Yeah, um, find find the best place that the most people uh, appreciate you and give you the best opportunity. Um, and that's really it. And believe in yourself because it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Uh, not a single day has been easy. Um, you have to work every single day like you wanted it, you know, since high school. And, you know, that's something I've done, something I haven't lost, and something – you know, that I'm going to continue to do. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised, you know, you had, you had a couple of great seasons in Philadelphia. Were you surprised you didn't stay there or is that just the way the game works? Um, no, uh, you know, it was a mutual kind of uh, leaving uh, back then. And so it was just how the game works. It, you know, it was a situation I kind of didn't really want to be in anymore. And a okay. uh, situation I don't think they did, you know, really either. And, uh, you know, we kind of parted ways and, you know, I'm super happy for their success this year. It's been, you know, crazy to watch. And, you know, obviously with my personal success here in Denver, uh, it was also, you know, obviously a good choice for me to go. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And and so, you know, best case scenario, you'd like to stay in Denver, you know, but, but again, I, I guess uh, you have to keep your options open, correct? Yeah, you know, I, I've loved Denver. This year was amazing, uh, obviously. And, uh, you know, growing with the coaches, um, if this coaching staff, you know, defensively is staying, you know, there's no one else I want to play for. I, I think I grew so much as a player because of them. They knew who I was and let me play the way I wanted to play and, you know, fit into the system and, you know, was able, you know, to become, you know, pretty good in this defense. And, yeah, but, you know, like I said, you know, whatever the best opportunity is going to be, obviously, you know, my agent 
we'll be working on that, I think, tirelessly now for the next two or three months. And uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'd be excited to stay here. I'd be excited to leave. So, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Alex, uh, w- when you look back at your time in Canada and w- w- with the Calgary Stampeders, you know, I, hey, you, you do it because of your talent and, and, and what you do on the field, but you probably don't get that opportunity if you don't come to Canada. Would that be fair? Oh, 100%. I, I, I tell everybody anytime I meet somebody, I'm thankful every single day and every second of my football career for the CFL and uh, especially the Calgary Stampeders. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you, do you stay in touch with anybody in Calgary? Oh, yeah. Uh, all year, mostly, you know, I talk to uh, Coach Monson most of the time. Uh, you know, I talk to Dickie all the time. I give him a hard time because Montana State continues <laughs> to beat the crap out of the grid. Um, and so, yeah, I stay in contact with all of them. I, you know, I, uh, to Dimwitty and Mace, you know, I think it was probably one of the first people to congratulate Calgary East for winning the Grey Cup this year. And, uh, you know, just a bunch of those guys, uh, everybody, you know, I've, I'm trying to get Bo to tell me where he's going to go first so I can leak it, you know, everybody. So I'm, I'm fully invested into the end of my CFL. Don't worry. He hasn't, he hasn't leaked it to me either. So go figure, eh? I, I still think he's going, I, know. I, yeah. I think he's going to Hamilton, but that's, we'll leave that up to Bo. That'll be uh, that'll be his decision. I, I'm curious, you know, with the players, you know, w- whether you're in the Philadelphia dressing room or the Denver dressing room, do they talk about Canada? Do they talk about the CFL at all? Oh yeah, I mean we did. You know we had Combo uh, also who was with uh, Winnipeg last year right. or the, the past few years, so he was there. Um, you know I don't know if guys do if there isn't a guy that's played in the CFL there, um, but I know I definitely make sure that everybody watches the game, sees the game, uh, okay. sees my tweets. So guys, guys that are around me, a hundred percent know about the CFL, know what it can bring, and you know I just think you know sometimes guys would be like oh man what year is this for you and I say you know it's my eighth pro year but I spent three in Canada and then they ask you know how was that there and you know when I kind of tell them what I did and you know how good our team was they're like shit guys must be really good up there you know if you're coming down here and doing what you're doing it's obvious that you know how hard everybody else is working up there. Yeah, no, and you know what? It's good to hear a little bit of love for the Canadian Football League because, you know, for some reason, you know, and, and, and fans in Canada are just as bad. You know, it's only the NFL. It's only the NFL. They want to turn their nose up at it. But, you know, it's great when somebody like you says, hey, this league is pretty damn entertaining. Oh, yeah, I love it. You know, I still, like, you, like you've said and noticed, you know, I still watch probably about 90% of Calgary's games unless they're on a Sunday. And, you know, the rest of the league I'll tune into, but, you know, I've, you know, I bleed red and yeah, red and white. So I'm not, watching, I'm not watching too many Edmonton games unless they're losing to Calgary on Labor Day. But, well, um, you know, Edmonton hasn't won a home game in two years, so I don't think they've won a home game no, since I've you been, left. So they haven't. Oh, the last home game, the last West team to win a home game there, I think, was when I won the Great Cup. So there you go, a, there you go. I like that. That's a, fantastic. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I I could talk football with you all day. I, I really appreciate uh, your time here. But you know, hey, s- since you don't have a horse in the race right now, uh, or maybe you do, uh, who who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Like that, that was a great weekend of football. You, I know you were in Aspen. You probably didn't watch too well, much of it, but. No, we found we found time to still watch it. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough. I think you know. Obviously, uh, we played the Chiefs twice this year. That's a good football team. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't see them. You know, they have to lose on their own. I think the same thing with the Eagles. You know, I spent the last three years there. I know how hard those guys are working. How good they've been playing. You know, I kind of hope it's kind of down to them too. Um, but you know, there's a there's a lot of good teams. You know, Dallas is good. I think Niners. You know, they haven't lost since I think they lost to us, which was. Uh, you know, about week four or five, 
they're on a tear. There's a lot of teams that I think uh, I think this week is really going to decide who wins, who uh, who figures it out this week, and you know, kind of takes that next step to you know get through and uh, decides to be great. Yeah, that AFC is tough. They've got so many good young quarterbacks in that uh, in that oh, league. Alex Singleton, this has been uh, this has been a lot of fun. I, I I really appreciate your time, man. And we got to get back get you back to Calgary one of these days. You haven't been here since uh, since pre COVID, is that right? Yep, since pre-COVID. I think, you know, since uh, we raised the 2018 championship banner early in 2019. So, yeah, I plan on being back. You know, if Bo goes to Hamilton and I can't come to a game that Bo's playing in Calgary, which would just be (laughs) terrible. So, I hope he goes somewhere else just so I can come to a game during the summer when he's playing there. But uh, if not, you know, I'll have to make a trip early, early (laughs) in the season. Hey, your family's good. Your mom's good. Ashley's good. Oh, they're great, and they're they're they watch more CFL games than I do because they <laughs> they watch every game still. They they watch every game still. So I, I, yeah, I, they're full supportive, and they watch all the Flames games. So uh, they are they're Calgarian. <laughs> I, I see them on social media, and they're they're repping this city big time. And so are you. So are oh, you, yeah. my friend. Uh, it's so good to catch up. Uh, thanks so much for your time. Yep. Good talking to you.